Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. We are currently studying some challenging teachings from our Lord Jesus. They're challenging because they are plain talk about judgment. Most of us are happy to sign up for the love and peace passages. But if we are honest, we need to be warned. We also need to be reminded that God is just. Jesus has come to reconcile all creation. He will set things right. And we need to know that God is not a respecter of persons. Today on Drawing Near, we learn why Jesus came, and again we are encouraged to watch for him. Let's take our Bibles and follow along as we study Discerning the Times and Seasons. And as we prepare for today's study, let's go to the Lord together in prayer. And our Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving us the wisdom and the understanding to be able to look around us and to be able to tell the times and the seasons, to know what kind of things we should expect from you in our current climate. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom and discernment in other things, in knowing how to live, how to be faithful, what it is to watch for Jesus. Help us, Father, to be able to live in a world that is conflicted over you, a world that is progressively becoming more hostile toward you and your word, your Son. Thank you for your Holy Spirit who is with us as our comforter and encourager in all things. And teach us through your word today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. According to Luke, Jesus doesn't pause in his response to Peter. Peter had asked him, Are you telling us this parable for us only or for others as well? And Jesus began to answer that and deal with that question. And in verse 49, he's continuing on. He tells his disciples, I came to send fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am till it is accomplished. Verse 49 is a little confusing. When Jesus says, I came to send fire on the earth, the idea here is Jesus came to bring judgment. He came to use fire to purge, cleanse, and purify. Fire consumes that which is wicked or that which is not pure, as in refining ore. Jesus came to bring fire on the earth, to send fire, and he wishes that that part of his ministry was already going on. But before that part of his ministry can go on, he has a baptism to be baptized with. And Jesus is referring to the cross here. His baptism is to give himself as a ransom for all of those who are in bondage to sin. Jesus has come to die on the cross. It is after he dies on the cross and pays for our sins, he is buried and resurrected, ascends to the Father, then he will return and he will do that cleansing work on the earth through God's purging fire, judging fire. In verse 51, Jesus asks a question. He says, Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you, not at all, but rather division. Now pause. Did you hear what he said? We have too many preachers, too many Christians who are walking around on this earth 
thinking that we can have peace on earth, that we can get along with the ungodly, with the worldly, with the enemies of God. The truth is, Jesus' testimony is, he didn't come to bring peace, but a sword. He came to bring division. And he explains in verse 52, For from now on, five in one house will be divided. Three against two, two against three. Father will be divided against his son, son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. We need to get this. Even within a home where people love one another, care for one another, have intimate relationships with one another, there's going to be division. Division over what? Division over Jesus, over God. There will be those who don't believe, those who do not want to follow Jesus, those who do not want to serve. And the situation is not going to be, nor is it now, well, you believe what you want, I'll believe what I want, everything's good. No, there's division. There's division in our hearts. There's division in the way we see the world, in our objective for the world. There's division in every part of it, because faith in Jesus Christ affects all of us. And God is not just the God of the Christian. God is God of all. And he is sending Jesus into this world to do the work that will ultimately and finally climax in Jesus bringing all of creation under God's authority and rule. The demons and the devil are going to be judged and sent into hell. Unbelievers are going to be cast into outer darkness with them. This world is going to be purged by fire. God is going to recreate all things. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. We need to see this. And all of this is a part of God's plan. And because of that, Jesus has come to clearly divide those who are his from those who are not. As Matthew puts it, I believe in Matthew 25, he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. He's going to separate the sheep from the wolves. Well, in verse 54, we're told, Then he also said to the multitudes, Whenever you see a cloud rising out of the west, immediately you say, A shower is coming. And so it is. You're right about that. You can look at the sky and tell when it's going to rain. And when you see the south wind blow, you say there will be hot weather. And there is. You're right about that. Notice verse 56. Hypocrites. You can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it you do not discern the time? How is it that you do not understand spiritual times? How is it that you can look at the world and not know? And specifically, Jesus is saying to the Jewish people, how is it that I, your Messiah, can come to you and you not recognize me? This is an important question. This is great judgment. Hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, and you can't discern this time? In verse 57, Jesus says, Yes, and why, even of yourselves, do you not judge what is right? Even among yourselves, even looking at your heart, you do not have good judgment. You cannot discern what is right. Verse 58 goes on and says, When you go to your adversary, to the magistrate, as you're going, make every effort along the way to settle with him, lest he drag you to the judge, and the judge deliver you to the officer, and the officer throw you into prison. 
I tell you, you shall not depart from there till you have paid the very last mite. Jesus is saying, judgment is coming. That's what he's been saying throughout the latter part of this whole passage for several days now. Judgment is coming. When I return, I'm going to judge my stewards. I'm going to judge the world. Judgment is coming. I'm going to return, and I'm going to judge. But here he's saying, you who can discern the weather and the earth, you who can look at the sky and know what's going on, but can't discern this time, you had better discern this. You better understand this, that God's justice is active on the earth now. Be wise, and if you go to court with someone, you better try to reconcile. You better settle it before you get there, because if you get there, the judge is going to hold you accountable. He might say, Reggie, that sounds a little odd in this passage. And the answer is not at all. It's not odd because he's telling us we had better get things right with God now before we get before his judgment seat. That's what he's telling us. Yes, it's true. We better reconcile with our adversary here on earth, (laughs) but we are on our way to judgment before God. Now is the time to get things right, because if we don't, we will have to pay the consequences. It is an act of God's mercy and grace that he tells us this, that he makes this known to us through his Son, We had better not be like the hypocrites who could look at the sky, look at things on earth, but not be spiritually understanding. And we better not be foolish, thinking that we can just lollygag our way, continue in our sin, be indifferent toward God, even while professing to be Christians, and that when we stand before his judgment seat, he's just going to pass over us. The Bible clearly says that's not the truth. Well, Pastor, I thought I was saved. You're saved if you follow Jesus. Now, that's not popular. The Bible clearly says that if we follow Jesus, we are new creations. We produce fruit. His sheep hear his voice. He knows them, and they follow him. Here are Jesus' words. We better hear them. We better follow them. He's warning us. We have no excuse. Father in heaven, thank you for this passage. Thank you for this difficult chapter. Not difficult to understand, but difficult to listen to. It challenges our senses. It challenges our desire for comfort. But thank you for it. Father, help us to be wise. Help us to do right before you, knowing that judgment is coming. And for those who are found faithful, those who are legitimately, sincerely followers of Christ, there is the promise of eternal life. For we follow by faith, and faith trusts in Jesus. Not just trust in what he's done, but trust in what he's done to the point that it changes us. Help us to have a living and active faith. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us.